Holly, you probably just arrived off the plane. <laughs> oh my goodness, ladies. It's crazy. I know. Good morning. Thank you to everyone for joining us for another episode because mom said so. Good morning. I, did, I literally just got off the plane. I think I got home at two o'clock in the morning. Why? I wasn't even in a place far. I was in Detroit. <laughs> And it was cold. Wait, so it's so funny. I had a couple of friends because I was in an event and they were stuck. The one couldn't get on a flight. So, but what happened to you? Oh, it was just delayed. You know, I flew in Delta, which is usually just fabulous. It just was a flight crew. They were delayed getting in. And then they were just trying to change planes. And they couldn't, whoever was on the plane, they couldn't leave until the last customer was off the plane. And that customer was taking a very long time. (gasps) Oh, whatever reason they like that plane so oh we my delayed. god um i don't think we got into pittsburgh until after one. Oh my goodness and then you have to wait for your luggage one? i was only there overnight so ladies i deserve a round of applause uh, yes you do only, you only have one bag we have seen you travel with your bags i'm glad you Holly. were carry on I that did. was small enough to fit in the overhead compartment good girl i know i felt like a businesswoman i was like a boss lady Holly. <laughs> How did you do that? I don't know. I think I think this was last minute travel. It was just like throwing stuff in there, and I forgot my sneakers, so I had to like leave on my dress and my my you know. I had to look professional. I had to look like I. At 2 a.m. on the plane, you poor thing. I know. (laughs) It's funny. I went away for two nights. I only had a carry-on. I didn't bring an extra pair of shoes. I brought the shoes that I was going to wear the whole weekend, and I have never done that. I was so proud of myself because I did not want to have to deal with luggage. I was like, yeah, you just came in from Vegas. Vegas. Yeah. You probably just got off the plane too. Oh, that was a 38 minute flight. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, true. I I keep forgetting you're, yeah, you could have driven. Well, I'm glad your flights were on time. How crazy was the the grounding of every plane? I know. And it was, I sat next to a a flight attendant waiting for our plane. And she said, it has never happened. And she was my age. And she said, I think it was, what was it, five hours or something? Yeah. Well, they said it hasn't happened since 9-11, where they grounded planes because they were worried about terrorism in the skies. But this, I guess, was a computer shutdown of some sort. I don't know. We may never know the real race. real story. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We've had quite a bit of air travel shenanigans. And I left Wednesday. I was able to take off Wednesday. Not a problem. Just last night, coming back with a little bit of a... That wasn't even a glitch. It was just like a little hiccup. No, it was late. Yeah. But I was involved at the Southwest fiasco. Yeah. Coming you home were? Out of hot, oh, yeah. I was in, um, delayed several days. Oh, I know. It was like Groundhog's Day. I would just go to the airport, check in my luggage, stay several hours visiting the airport, which was very interesting. And then they would cancel the flight. Yeah. And <laughs> I would get my luggage, get rebooked again. Yeah. Get a new rental car. Oh, uh, that's hotel. horrible. Do you know what I asked yeah. Holly about when she was telling me the story? Mm. What? I said, did you eat at the airport? Because <laughs> I would have been hungry after all this because you always think about, well, wait, what am I going to eat? You know? Yeah. yeah. Well, wait, Holly, where did you, if you were stuck there four days, did they get you a hotel room? How does that work? No, which is interesting because when I got stuck in Burbank that one time, mm-hmm. because it was like an air conditioning issue, that air conditioning didn't work. 
they did give me a hotel room and a va- travel voucher. This time, no, no Holy hotel room. crap. But did you no get hotel did you get room. money back or not? They gave us travel vouchers, but then we also are entitled to for compensation through the airline. I just haven't had a chance to do it. Like I was like, I was waiting for all the kids to go back to school. And this week yeah. was the week I was supposed to get all my Southwest stuff together. Yeah. And file my complaint and everything. I mean, they gave us like a good gesture. 25,000 miles. I thought you were going to say dollars. I'm like, take it. Yeah. I was, I was stuck. <laughs> no. Golly. No, but it was very expensive. I mean, you know. I, I can't was, imagine. It was very expensive to, you know, get hotel rooms and rental cars and, you know. Listen, like, around the holidays, who has extra? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like an extra two grand to spend on hotel rooms right after Christmas. And you're lucky you can get one. I mean. True. Wow. So we were just counting our blessings and I was just. Thankful I was with Mia and William when they weren't stranded because I was not supposed to be on their flight. Yeah, thank so, God. Oh, wow, that was great. Thank goodness. Yeah, so, you know, you just count your little blessings. I'm like, that's a yeah. blessing. Because if, it had been, if they had been by themselves, oh my gosh. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I remember seeing your story now, seeing you guys stuck in the airport. You you made lemonade out of lemons. We tried and we came home on Christmas Day. It was like a Christmas miracle. Oh my oh. God. <laughs> How about my Charlotte didn't even get home Christmas Day? Yep. She got stuck at the Canadian border. Yeah. Aww, I felt for you. Yeah. It, it's weird when your kids get older and which ultimately that means we get older. <laughs> yeah. You know, you, you have to be flexible. And I, you know, I just wanted to throw a tantrum, yep. which you guys have seen. But I didn't. I was like, well, we'll do two Christmas dinners, one Christmas night and one whenever Charlotte and Matt get here. And it was fine. But Jill, did you throw any shoes? No. <laughs> no. Oh, my gosh. No. But guess what? What? Did you wear a cowboy hat? I wanted to. No. But my, my pipes froze Christmas <gasps> Eve. We had no, no water. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Oh. Wait. I'm like, no one can. Yes. I had to cook. Christmas dinner twice with no water. Did you use bottled water? Like get the big bottle? Well, water? I did. You know, I was making crab cakes. And I'd hold my hands over the sink and Erna would pour the freezing cold water on my hands and I'd wash them. And I'm like, honey, I can't do this. We're going to have to go. I can't. We can't have a house of 15 people and no Toilet. flushing toilets. Oh, my word. Yeah. You know, you can wash your hands. But so we ended up, this is so bad, but it, it we got it fixed like two days later. We were out of water for about three days where the pipes were frozen. So we ended up turning it on. It was the girls' back bedroom. They have that joining Jack and Jill bathroom. Mm-hmm. Those were the pipes that were frozen. So when it leaked, it came through my garage. (gasps) Okay. Onto my car. So it wasn't like treacherous where it was like coming in my living room. So when we had to turn the water on, we just let it leak into the garage. Like, turn the water on. I got to flush. Everybody go now. We'll flush. We'll wash. We'll sit down. We'll eat. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, it was just like water. It wasn't toilet water. But thank God it didn't make it. Because, you know, you could have, that could have been really disastrous. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, yeah, this Christmas, you guys wonder why Christmas is hard for me sometimes. Yeah. I still haven't had mine yet. My kids come this week. So, I'm going to have mine this week. I'm so happy. Oh, that's so exciting. I can't. Can't wait for them to come. Oh, are your so decorations lucky. up, Kelly? Still? Yes, they are. Yay! I actually I didn't put them up until New Year's Day. Oh, I love that because I was going to have them up long. So I just um, did them Christmas or New Year's Day, and 
you know, I'll take them down when they leave. But. Well, wait, how did you get your Christmas present from your kids then? Your they computer. mailed it to me. Oh, yeah. they yeah, wanted they to make sure you computer. had a gift on Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. That's so cute. I had it for Christmas and um, they wanted me to be able to use it, but little did they know, I don't know how to connect it. So I can't use it till they come anyways. They'll hook you up. They had me open it on FaceTime with them and stuff. So it was cute. That's so Oh, nice. I love that. That's so sweet. Yeah. Uh, I haven't given them any of their gifts yet. Oh, good. I want I want them to open them. We're going to do like Christmas morning and, you know. Oh, yeah. That's so And you'll have all three? And, yeah. How about the dogs? Are the dogs coming? No. Just my dog. Yeah. Just that's my so nice. Just your little fur baby girl. Yeah. I'm excited. Holly, Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. I have known several friends and family members who have used Indeed, and they're so happy with it. It's so easy, user-friendly. They find top talent fast with Indeed's suite of powerful hiring tools like Indeed Instant Match, Assessments, and Virtual Interviews. Which is incredible because I always think like with self-improvement, so think about someone who's changed your life for the better and how incredible it would be your company could find more of those life-changing people. Like that would be awesome. Mm -hmm. And with Indeed, you might possibly find those life-changing people who could be just like the right fit and match when you need them for your company. So if you're hiring, you need Indeed. And the beauty of hiring the right person, they have something called Instant Match. Mm -hmm. Candidates you invite to apply through Instant Match are three times more likely to apply to your job than candidates who only see it in search. With Instant Match, as soon as you sponsor a post, you get a short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description, and you can invite them them to apply right away. Indeed knows when you're growing your own business, you have to make every dollar count. That's why with Indeed, you only pay for quality applications that match your must-have job requirements. Indeed knows hiring needs to be cost-effective when you're running your own business. Indeed also knows that when you're doing everything for your company, you can't afford to overspend on hiring. Indeed knows that finding people with the right skills makes all the difference when you're hiring a team of one. Hate waiting? Indeed's U.S. data shows over 80% of Indeed employers find quality candidates whose resume on Indeed matches their job description the moment they sponsor a job. Yeah. Wow. That's fast. That's that's impressive. Indeed does the hard work for you. Sponsor a job and boom, Instant Match shows you candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your job description immediately after you post. Which is great because Indeed is a hiring platform where you can attract interview, and hire all in one place. Visit indeed.com slash mom to start hiring now. Just go to indeed.com slash mom. That's indeed.com slash mom. Terms and conditions apply. Cost per application pricing not available for everyone. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Oh, wait, guys. So do you know, I mean... You know, I follow all this stuff. The Chrisleys go to jail this week. Oh, really? Wow, that kind of sounds, seems like it happened fast. They go in four days. I like, haven't even really heard anything about it other than from you, Melissa. Oh my God, it's all over my I Google. haven't either. It's like not on the news here Mm-mm. or anything. I haven't heard about it. Oh my God, it's everywhere. You're the only person I've heard it about. 
I have not heard it anywhere. I just don't want, mm-hmm. I, I just wish they were, I don't know. I love their kids and. Well, the kids are good, right? The kids aren't implicated no. or in trouble, are they? Oh gosh, yeah. no. But I just, they're good. just such, they seem like really, really good kids. I love Savannah. That's the oldest daughter. And their son is getting married to the cutest girl ever. And I love her. She's just like a little Southern girl. And, you know, I'm just sad for the family, you know? Uh, Yeah. That's a showstopper when both parents go to jail. It's just not. Yeah. I just wish they could could have, you know, teared them or whatever you call it. But yeah, like the mom go and then let the dad go or whatever. Wait a minute. Don't they don't they watch that baby? Don't they watch his oldest son's child who was little like preschool or something she's 10 now that's chloe oh okay that's still young they adopted her they didn't watch her they adopted her so who who's gonna parent her then? savannah oh my wow. god savannah wow. is amazing i want to say something that kid is like 27 26 yeah she's a good kid that's great and she's gonna um take care of her brother who's 16 too oh yeah they had a little boy too Wow. He's adorable. Yeah. How long are they going away for? Do you know? Oh, yeah. Mom, seven years. Dad's 12 years. <gasps> wow. Years. Wow. Don't want they get out early. Not usually. my. Nope. Um, not with family. What, what, what did they do? So she, she can get out in six years, six months, and he can get out in 11 years, three months. They only give you one month per year for what they did federal stuff i don't know had to have been money right tax evasion or wow it had to have been a lot of money they're appealing and then yesterday the judge they tried to get like an extension of 21 days and then also bail and they were both they were denied on both of them right there tells you they have a lot of privilege so if they got denied uh I don't know. I don't know the story. I'm just hearing it. Yeah, I don't either. But when you when I hear that, I'm like, you have so much privilege, and you're not able to get bail. You're not, and these things are being denied, and you have this heavy sentence. I don't know what they had on them, but Law. there is something. There is something yeah. there. I have no idea what it is, but I'm like, wow. They just wow. All I can say is wow. Speaking of privilege, uh, yes, I know we wanted to talk about. The Harry and Meghan Diaries. I don't know. What's it called? It's, the Netflix show is it's just a called. Docu-series? Mm-hmm. Is it called a docu-series? Is that what it is? A docu-series? That's what we were supposed to be. That's what Diaz Moms were supposed to be, remember? Yeah. Ha right? ha. <laughs> <laughs> That's how come I'm like, do you call it that? I don't know. <laughs> Instead, it turned out to be a train wreck. <laughs> that, yes. that seems more like a docu-series. I think that's what I was thinking about when we said docu-series. <laughs> Yeah, right. Well, I I have to say, you guys, I haven't followed them. Just what you hear in the news. I never really did any research. You know, just what we've talked about. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I I find the royals, the monarchy, very interesting and historic, but I never really followed it. You know, I was sad when the queen died and, you know, the history of it. But you'll be proud of me. I did watch the series, the docu-series. Yay. Was it Meghan and Harry or Harry and Meghan? Harry and Meghan. Harry and Meghan. And I was pleasantly surprised. Did you guys watch it? Yeah. What do you think? Well, I know you did, Melissa. You're the one who said you got to watch it. Actually, I think we talked about it. You'd only seen the first two episodes were out. You couldn't wait to watch more. Yep. I loved it. I mean, I couldn't stop watching it. It was a little long. They didn't need to do six, but I was offended by some things. Couldn't believe some things. I couldn't believe they didn't take. I was pissed when Megan made fun of when she went and bowed. That was 
uncalled for. I know. And you saw Harry's face. Harry was not happy with that. First of all, he was not. I mean, they're darling couple, but they love each other. You can and they love. I think it is true love. But you can see I every their entire life is documented from the second they from their very first date. It's crazy how they have everything for people who wanted privacy. Everything's out there. Well, yeah, because they kept it private for so long. No one knew that they were dating, you know? Well, but I mean, they document, they they had pictures from their very first date, their very first time when they went to Botswana, Botswana or wherever they went. You're right, Jill. And stayed in the tent. Yeah, they had it all, which is so cool. Very, very interesting. But you could see a couple times, I think more on Harry, Harry's face during the docu-series where they were recording, not them themselves where they had cameras there, his a little bit of angst or, you know, and that was one of them. Oh. When when she curtsied, he, he kind of looks like, oh God. But she just, first of all, I think all of us know, even if you're not into the monarchy, you know, when you see the queen, you bow. Yeah. It's just anybody knows that. So when she said she yeah. didn't know that, that's bull crap. That's the only thing that made me And mad. it's just history. It's just tradition, mm-hmm. you know, and some traditions break and some don't. Obviously, that one never did. So, you know, just follow tradition and you'll fit in. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know if you follow tradition, you'll fit. No, in. no. But if you follow <laughs> tradition, your life should be a little easier. It helps. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. it helps to follow tradition. I thought, I saw clips, I didn't watch the whole thing. So I'm just being honest, but I do remember seeing that. And I thought, yes, you did see that exchange. But I also thought that's normal. I mean, how many times have you been with your husband or your, you know, like, or your husband's with you and you said something, but you just don't get it. And it could be about a family. Who knows what it could be? And they're like, oh, for real? Like, really? You just, I'm like, that to me was like, Okay, you're normal people. That was yeah. very that was very relatable because I know I've had an eye roll or two in my day. Oh, hello, yes. Mm-hmm. But oh, I've never had an eye roll. Never. No, I know. Well, <laughs> not that it's not normal. But that was just of rude. Of course. Of her. That happens yeah, that it wasn't really I, I think he just wishes that wasn't on you could just tell he wasn't happy with that. But yeah, this is the queen. We're not queens, people. But I'm so <laughs> proud of her and him. For stepping away, because I don't care for yeah, anything. Sure that was hard. That was hard. And if she would have said to him, "No, I can handle this," I can. He would have stayed because that was his mm-hmm. duty. But I'm, I'm pretty impressed with her for saying, "No, I don't want to do this. Please, let's go. Let's. I mean, let's make our own life." That's pretty impressive. I, I think, and this is what I got out of it. I have a better comfort feeling for them. I think they found their mm-hmm. their happiness, their happy ever happily ever after, which is what they were searching for. At least on, you know, from season 1 or episode 1 to episode 6, that's what it showed that they found their happiness. But I think Megan wanted to be a part of it. And then she realized it's not that easy. It's not as it's not what I thought it was going to be. Think it is, yeah. And that's when she wanted out. I think initially she was all in. Yeah, I can do this. I, you know, I can be a duchess and take care of Prince Harry and raise our children. And then realized it it's not what it's cracked up to be. They really love each other, and she loves. I mean, she was a philanthropist prior to this, so I think that's that. This is just me looking in, thinking, oh my gosh. I'm going to be able to do this full time. Mm -hmm. And I think that's how she felt. That's just my feeling because she loves philanthropy work. And I thought that she was, she had so many ideas and, you know, she wanted to. Yeah, she was great. People, you know, people loved her. 
They want to, she wanted to empower young girls. People, and she still does. She still does that. Oh, no, I know. But she wanted to empower yeah. girls there, which they aren't like Americans. She wanted to empower young women to be able to speak your mind. And when that, I, when she said that, I bet you that's when it started to turn. Do you remember that? Yeah. Well, you know, they loved her, loved her. And she's so gorgeous. I mean, she doesn't take a bad picture. And she's a movie star. She's pretty, yeah. You know, her dad was a cameraman or a sound man. Mm -hmm. She was on set with her dad a lot, which is interesting. So she knew the industry that she went into of acting. And she is a gorgeous, well-spoken. I liked it more than I thought I would. Me too. And I'm really happy that they found each other. And I think Harry's finally happy. I hope so. Yeah. You know, I think he always felt like he like lived in the shadow his whole life. And now he's finally has his own family. And that's what I got from it. I think so too. Yeah. I think the king's a dick. Sorry. Hey, you can't say that. Oh, can I not say that? <laughs> no, as, as long as she's curtsying, it's okay. If she curtsies, yeah. it's yeah. all right. Because that's just following you can tradition. Say, yeah, okay. I'm sure he's heard worse. <laughs> well, I, I think the king is a jerk. I'm sorry. I don't think, I mean, he wouldn't even hug his kids when his, their mom died. He definitely favors William. Yeah. I mean, uh, that's wrong. And I know that he wasn't nice to Megan. I mean, how awful. I mean, he's a racist pig, I think. I don't know. That's just my, t- I don't like him. And you know how much I love the queen the queen loved megan i'm telling you she loved megan you could tell in their interactions yeah they said that the queen always was laughing around her Mm -hmm. yeah they did touch a lot on they stayed away from the real drama within the family like they didn't they talked a lot about princess diana you know they Mm -hmm. showed a lot of footage and Mm -hmm. and that's always fun for everybody to see because i do think they wanted megan they associated they the show made megan like princess diana where people loved her and they wanted to photograph her and they followed her around so they showed a lot of that yeah but they didn't talk a lot about just a touch i thought on the racism you know in this docu-series and and any of the the drama between megan and kate i wanted to hear it from her I voice, her mouth. to me like... They he, didn't talk about it. I think it seems to me he's going to talk a lot more about that kind of stuff in his uh, memoir. I think that just came out, didn't it? Yeah, I just started. Did anybody... Soon. Yeah, it just came or is out. it out? It yeah. It just came out book. this week. I think yeah. my, my thought of, regarding that is I think there are a lot of parallels between Princess Diana and Megan. I think they both had connections to Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And I think the other issue... <gasps> Is, I'm, I'm on and off because the dogs are being so noisy today. They're happy to see you. They missed you. That's that's yeah. part of it. So that's why I'm kind of in and out. But I think it's important to recognize that Princess Diana also, when she was at, at a certain time, the public was turning on her too. So even mm-hmm. though she was very well loved, there were things that she was doing at times that people were like, you shouldn't be doing that. That's that's going against the, mm-hmm. the royal family. And she was getting scrutiny. I do think there are some parallels there and why there may be some extreme tension. I also believe that once Megan started getting very popular, that's when the issues came. That when oh. ex- exactly, yeah. Kate was pissed. That's it. But I think that's why they didn't like Diana, too. That's when that exactly. all started with Diana. Yeah. It was like they were jealous exactly. of them. Her husband was, for sure. Wait, whose husband? Charles. Charles was oh, Charles? so jealous of Diana. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the the tabloids, though, the media fueled that fire. You know what I mean? Like, that that's all... Or which they, one? I'm sorry, which one? I'm just well, worried. both. Probably Diana well, and Megan. Yeah, I think it's been established that monarchy fuels 
the, the narrative of the PR. That's been yeah. established. Yeah, they so. controlled that narrative. And there was, um, I actually kind of went back. I, I rewound it to, to read, you know, sometime at the very end, the last episode, they talked about on Twitter. I can't stand this Twitter anymore. Like hearing all this, they said there were, I think the numbers were like 80 bots, 80 people yep. contributed to millions yep. of negative information put out about Megan. Yep. Whoever, whatever a bot is, whoever creates the bots, millions of bad press. It's crazy. And it was only like 80 people and they were fake. They were just creating the narrative and, mm -hmm. and pushing the narrative. And it's so bad. It's so wrong. But it was interesting. Megan thought everybody hated her when meanwhile it was 80 people. So, you know what But I mean. then it made yeah. people hate her. And it makes me sad because she really could well, have made a difference. Well, it fuels people's fire. But she could have made yeah, a difference. Yeah. She will. In, you in, wait. No, she will, but not in the British. She has. You know, she will. She won't there, but she will in the United States no. and, and other countries because she is so. Well, other countries, yeah. Because she does, you know, travel and she, just like Lady Diana, like, do you guys remember the first time she held a baby that had AIDS and everybody was like, oh, you're holding this baby? And she was like, yes, I'm holding this baby, you know, because that's, she had mm -hmm. such a compassion for kids and, you know, Megan would be the same way. I didn't realize Megan did so much like volunteering and that kind of stuff mm -hmm. before she was with Harry. I mean, she did that way before him. Mm -hmm. That's how they fell in love. They fell in love because of things that they did, you know, that they believed yeah. in, and, but they love each other. I thought it was nice. And I, I think it was the series was put together for people to understand Megan more. I feel it was more about her than Harry, their relationship. But they really wanted people to understand her and like her. And I do. It was much, she was much more likable after I watched it. And like I said, I hadn't followed it. So you see some of the tabloids and hear people talking stuff. Yeah, I thought it was really interesting. I changed my view because I was mad at her because I loved the queen. And I was like, oh, I just want that it to work out because I thought the four of those, you know, William and Kate and her and Harry could have really made a difference in the I world. I know, they could have done so much. But they yeah. could have. And they were, it seemed happy mm -hmm. together until Kate, in my opinion, because this is all my opinion, until Kate got jealous and she said to her husband, you know, but what's interesting is Michelle told me this. This is a rumor, but I think it might be true. Kate's best friend. Apparently, William had an affair with her and Kate doesn't talk to her anymore. I had heard that too. I had read that. I don't know if it's true. Really? You mean after they were married? Yep. Yeah. <gasps> her husband did. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Like father, like wow, son. Wow, that is salacious. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I also heard Melissa, and of course, what do I know? That that was part of the reason why the Meghan Markle negative press started was to take away from that negative press. That's, wow. what, that's what Michelle said. Wow. Isn't that interesting? So she became basically a pawn. You know, they have to they have to protect the monarchy and the image. And so someone's a sacrificial lamb. Makes sense. And she was a good and she was a good target. Does it make sense? So that and, and, and it does make sense. And I think that's what Harry was trying to say. Like he could see how 
the press was beginning to use his wife in that way, in a destructive way, similar to his mother. So interesting. Yeah. It's so interesting. But I feel like Kate plays the role. I mean, she's always prim and proper. And you know, they have not said anything, which they're not going to. No, they won't. You know, that's just their just uh, My guess would so. be they won't. Yeah, I wouldn't think so either. Millions of Americans, Holly, as you know, experience thinning hair. It's more common. It's almost like normal, but it's not openly talked about. I mean, women go through changes all the time with hormones for a a lot of reasons. You're so right. And people, I think, just don't want to share that. But I have found recently that I discovered that. I'm like, wait a second. I didn't notice that before. Yeah. And I think you almost get embarrassed about it. And like, who do you talk to? Like, how, like, what solutions do you have? To address it because you're not necessarily prepared for that. I've always had very thick hair. And then all of a sudden I've noticed patches, which are a little bit more sparse than before. Mm -hmm. Because we're getting up there in age. But honest to Pete, I even see a difference from my girls Mm -hmm. from their teenage years into their 20s. I mean, life takes its course and you don't have the nutrients and everything that you used to have when you were younger. Exactly. That's where Nutrafol comes into play. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement clinically shown to improve your hair growth, thickness, and visible scalp coverage. Which makes so much sense because it's so thoughtfully designed. So Nutrafol supports healthy hair growth from within by targeting the five root causes of thin stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, and metabolism through whole body health. And all of those things can contribute to thinning hair. Yeah. And hair loss. It is so true. And it's one of those things like, well, which which is it? But Nutrafol is excellent in being able to address the issues in a very holistic way. Nutrafol has three unique formulas to support women throughout all stages of life. Like I was saying, you know, stress and hormones, we live with that. And it's natural. So I don't think it's something that people should feel embarrassed. Like, oh my gosh, I'm not doing this more. It's just part of life. It's just like your life cycle as your age changes from like your 20s to your 30s to your 50s or whatever, your hormones change, your environment change, what you're taking in as far as your nutrients, all those things change and shift. So of course, it's going to have an impact on something as simple as even your thickness of your hair. Correct. Each formula is physician formulated using natural drug-free medical grade ingredients in consistently effective doses so you get the most reliable results. That's basically all natural. And healthier hair growth takes time. So you'll be able to experience thicker, stronger, faster growing hair in three to six months. So this is not something that works overnight. You have to be disciplined, diligent, and you should see results in three to six months. In a clinical study, 86% of women reported improved hair growth after six months. 86%. That's significant. That that's that to me is very like, oh, that makes you like take notice. Like, oh, that's empowering. And neutral pull is a simple addition to your daily routine. Just four times a day pill that you'll be able to experience thicker, stronger, faster growing hair in three to six months. So here's what you do. Visit Nutrafol.com and take their hair wellness quiz, which is what we did for personalized product recommendations that are unique to your hair's needs. Because what I need might not be what you need or my concerns might not be yours. Yeah, it is nice that it's a monthly subscription. So when you subscribe to Nutrafol, you'll receive automatic monthly deliveries so you never miss a dose. 
Over 3,000 top doctors and stylists recommend Nutrafol as an effective and high-quality solution for healthier hair. And you can grow thicker, healthier hair and support our show by going to Nutrafol.com and entering the promo code said so to save $15 off your first month subscription. This is the best offer anywhere and is only available to U.S. customers for a limited time. Plus, free shipping on every order. Get $15 off at Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com. Promo code said so. I saw something recently within the last two weeks. I think it was on, on not Twitter. I don't go on Twitter. It was on TikTok. And it was an interview with Harry saying, I never said my family was racist. I wish I could find that. Yeah, it was an interview of Anderson Cooper, I think, in promoting his book. Yeah, what did it say? What well, was that, it? But that's, that's my point. I don't think they really wanted to go into it in the documentary that deep because I don't think he wanted something to be twisted that he said. I forgot how he said it. And I, in all due respect, what he said still... I mean, it's just a, it's a nice way. No one wants to be called racist. Let, let's no. just face it. No yeah. one wants to be called racist. It's not a term of endearment, but you sometimes you just got to call it like it is. And when he was explaining it, I'm like, well, that's racist. <laughs> so just because you don't want to call it A roundabout it that, way of saying right, it. <laughs> right. Just because you don't want to call someone that you love and that you admire and you are related to a racist doesn't make them not racist because it's not a nice word quote unquote but yeah your actions speak that that's what it is but um, someone did say i wonder what color this baby is going to be and i would imagine it would have been him i don't know who Yes. No, the king. No, no, the king. Oh. Melissa, that was the, and that was what the quote was in reference to. Exactly. Thank you. Because he was saying he wasn't uh-huh. saying it as concern. It was like so he's not saying it as from a point of like negativity, but of concern. I'm like, there's no point to that. Uh-huh. Like, there's no, there's no point to that. I don't understand why he's. But you have to understand as a white person having a. I'm like, I don't have to understand any of that. I don't. I don't. Yeah. That's what it was in relation to that quote. And that quote, and and I think it that's wasn't why it's Anderson a, Cooper though that I I saw. Oh, I saw that Anderson. It was Cooper another news Holly. person, oh, but okay. it wasn't him. Because I saw a lot of TikTok. So it's out they, there, whatever it is. Yeah. Anderson Cooper on TikTok. That I saw that because oh okay, and I also saw oh, because yeah. they had a lot of um. That was the only interview I saw Harry doing was that Anderson Cooper one in the last week or so. Oh, you didn't watch the George or not George Stephanopoulos? Um, Michael Strahan. Michael Strahan's. No, I didn't watch that one. No, I didn't either, Melissa. You I sent a link, but I either. couldn't yeah. open it. Oh. What was that about? Oh, it was good. Or what was interesting about that? It was more juicy. And then the 60-minute one was <laughs> really good. I know. <laughs> oh, I saw the 60-minute one. I saw the 60-minute one, and I thought that was well done. I, but how about I was watching that, and like all of a sudden it just stopped, and they went to another topic. I, I thought they were coming back and talking more. I was like lost. Someone shut him off, probably, you know, when they say too much. Did but- you guys notice that? I didn't. I didn't, oh. see it. It, I didn't feel like there was but an I ending it. to I watched it later, so I part. didn't notice it. I wasn't watching it in real time. I don't know. That was sixty minutes. Who was the interviewer? Anderson Cooper. Oh, that was the Anderson. That's the Anderson okay. Cooper. Yeah, I love that. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I just think. Yeah. I. I mean, it's definitely well, not over. Remember when we were on Anderson Cooper? I do. Mm-hmm. I do. do remember mm-hmm. that? And he had a lot of makeup on. Oh my god! Like every time I see him, that's what I think about Melissa. 
He, he had so much makeup on, you could like chisel it off. He had so much makeup on. It was so funny. Yeah. Um, but wait, um, I just want to say about Harry and Meghan, you know, they're, they have another document series coming out. No. Really? About the same yeah. thing, like a continuation of this one or no. something else? It's totally different. It's like a different, it's something about their charity stuff that they're going to be doing or something. I I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm, Good. I hope so. Because if they, you know, I obviously think. they're making money off of these, which is great. They should. But- if they want their privacy and they want to leave the monarchy and Harry doesn't want to defame his or whatever the word is, you know, bring his family down, then move on to something else. Like your chair, you know, do something else good. Something I don't positive. Know. I don't yes. know. I'm like, that's his story. That's his narrative. It's just like us with Dance Moms. But they told it. Oh, it's not over. I feel like I told my story while I was on Dance Moms. It's never over. Like you're just, it's part of your history. It's part well, it's of our history. <laughs> I mean, so people always ask about it. They're curious. It's so foreign. It's so like no one will ever understand because it's such a weird, dysfunctional experience. <laughs> people are intrigued by it. So we have our own little monarchy of the dance mom fandom. Oh, yeah. So I, yeah. I equate it to the same type of thing because people are like, but, don't, oh, but you want to move on, don't you? It, as much as I want to move on, I can't move on. But so much as people always have that, they want to ask questions mm -hmm. about it. And I don't want to deny, but like, I'm not talking about dance moms. That's a, yeah. I, I'm not, I mean, I get it every day. Oh, Me too. Daily. People, I, daily. Every single yeah. day. Like, mm -hmm. even if I wanted to get away from it, it's like you can't. You can't. There's people exactly. there every day. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So I feel the same way. Now, let's be for real. I mean, Dance Moms is not the, <laughs> the British monarchy. Yes. I do know that, so don't come at me. Oh, uh, we're so much cooler than that. <laughs> but the equivalent <laughs> being, I don't necessarily want to go back in time and film Dance Moms. I don't miss it like that. Like, I'm sure he doesn't want to go back to the monarchy, but there are life lessons that have been found. There are moments of clarity yes. that I've gained from it. Yeah. There's a platform I've gained from that experience. I'm not denying it. I embrace mm -hmm. it. It's part of who I am. Yeah. So yes, I can take that and move on, but that doesn't mean that I want to go back to it. I can talk about exactly. it. I lived it. I can talk about all I want. Yep. So, so yeah. for people like, don't move on. I'm like, no, I lived almost 10 years of that. And it continues as long as it's on television and in pop culture and on TikToks and all that. I can't stop living it. Right. Yeah. And neither will they. Neither will he. Everything they went through, everything, all the kids now, you know, his kids have cousins. Exactly. And that's a shame. Why should they have to move on? Just because they move on from that well, public because life they as wanted a, to as a public, they wanted to as a public servant of the monarchy mm -hmm. that doesn't mean that's that's different but like don't like i left well, wait, I don't because i wanted to but that doesn't mean i still ain't gonna talk about no, it still listen part of my life. we can't deny our history and what we did and what we went through but we can go on and do better things with what we've learned that's mm -hmm. all I I, yeah. I do think, you know, his book is going to be salacious. Oh, big time. And, you know, if they wanted their privacy, that's all they wanted. They wanted to raise their kids in privacy. I don't think that stuff like a salacious book helps and all the interviews and the 60 minutes. So I'm not saying he shouldn't do it, but it's a little bit, if you want to move on from it, Quit rehashing it. I don't know. I disagree. Bringing it up. And I know. Yeah, I know. I it's disagree. Okay. I, I think I said this the first time we talked about it like, with Melissa. I was saying, I, I think he just wants to tell his side of it. You know, he he wants people to understand why he's doing what he's doing or why he feels the way he feels. Mm -hmm. And I think he has every right to do that. Mm -hmm. And I think he probably is with his book. And I think right now everything is 
because he wants to sell the book and promote the book. But, but it'll be well, interesting. Of course he does. I, I mean, I, this is going to be his way of living. Yeah. I, I mean, you know what I mean? He lost, he gave up all that income from the monarchy and everything. And so, I mean, he needs to do something. I don't think he shouldn't do it. I think he should take his platform and do something grand with it, not the history. Everybody knows his history now. Now move on with I it. I don't know we'll all see. his history. I would love to know more. Well, read the book. You're going to hear it. it. I, <laughs> it. I, I plan to. How about me? I do not like to read. Uh, you know me. I've never read a book in my life. I hate to read. But I might actually get that audiobook. Get the audiobook because then you can walk and exercise. Because I I'll, might. I will be finished reading it by tomorrow. So I will let you know. That is my goal to finish it by tomorrow night. You do the audiobook? I'm doing the Are audio. Are you enjoying it? Because I like to walk. That's what I'm thinking. I'll have it on while I'm cleaning and stuff. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I could put it onto my new computer. Is that how I do it on my audiobook? No, do it on your phone. Sorry. Oh. See, I don't even know how to do that. <laughs> yeah. But wait, I just want Your to say. Your kids are coming. Uh, They'll do it. His, yes. his book was the fastest on Audible. It was a bestseller on Audible, which I never heard of. But he sold so many books on that. Never in history. Like it was the fastest selling book. And in, the, in London, they had bookstores open at midnight. And people were lined around bookstores to get it. Good for him. Good for him. I mean, obviously, people want to hear his story. Yep. Mm -hmm. You know, they want to. I think people want to know, like, the truth and, like, what goes on, like, behind the scenes there. You know what I mean? Just like people want to know what goes on behind the scenes of dance moms yep. you know like you don't nobody really knows what happens and did you guys hear what the, the dad said when diana had the second boy did you hear what he said yeah no. my work is done i have my spare now imagine life i think even before megan got there he was already not happy okay so that's been established so to be to live a life of always being a spare like that is, I mean, yeah. we could talk about, this could be a whole other podcast episode, but I just find that absolutely fascinating by itself. Did you see where he had said, like when he went into the military, it was like, finally he had his own purpose and mm -hmm. stuff. Like, I mean, th that said a lot, you know, like just him living his whole life, he really felt like he had no purpose and he was, you know, he had to go and do that kind of stuff to have purpose. I thought that said a lot. Compare that to someone. You know how these families sometimes, they have a sick child, they're going to have a baby to see if they're a match. That's kind of the same thing. Like, you know what I mean? Like, think about that. Yeah. I mean, it's a different level, but it's kind of sad. Yeah, it really is. It really is. William and him, I just think that William is so jealous of him too. Which is so interesting because he has everything going for him as the <laughs> the, the, the person who's going to, you know, ascend the film. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't either. Yeah, I don't either. Yeah, I think Harry's very likable. I think Megan's incredibly likable. Mm -hmm. They're a great yeah. couple. I think they have a great little family. They do. They are very photogenic. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I think also, I mean, you know, I, I think it's very difficult also, I will say this, as an American to go into, I think Americans have a hard time going to Europe on vacation. So I couldn't imagine American going into the Mon British monarchy because Americans to, to live, yeah, to live because we complain about everything. They don't speak this language. Mm -hmm. They don't have this. They don't have ice. It don't have air conditioning. Like we just complain because it's not America. That's what it is. It's it's not America, and so I think there is an element of of that that would be very difficult to make that transition, but also to make the transition to a life where you married a, a man who is despair. 
I think that has this a whole other level of energy that probably is like, oh no, I did not. Suck. And I don't think it's something you can fathom until you're like actually living it. Like, what does it mean to yeah. live a life as, yeah. as, as a spare mm-hmm. family, basically? I think Harry really loved the closeness with his mom. And I think he lost her at such a young age and then never had that from anybody. I mean, look, his dad wouldn't even hug him, give him a hug or anything. He put his hand on his knee when his mom died. So I think he never had that. And I think maybe like in the back of his head, he's like, he does not want his kids to be that way. He wants his kids yeah. to grow up. No, having that kind of relationship he had with his mom and stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I really think that's why he, his main purpose is so his kids are normal and don't feel like he felt when he was young. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I mean, think of it. His kids are going to grow up there and they're going to be the spare grandchildren to just like he was. Do you know what I mean? They're mm-hmm. never going to be that. And I think he didn't. I think he doesn't want his kids to feel that way. And I wouldn't either. It'll be interesting to see if the kids get together, if they even get to grow up and know each yeah, other. You I, know? I kind of feel that that's sad. Yeah, they took him away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ill feelings, you know, with the monarchy and Harry and May. It is sad. That's a sad part. But I think he did the right thing. I think there would have been ill ill feelings if they stayed also. Exactly. I think they would have felt kind of like Harry felt. So I I think either way there would have been ill feelings. Yeah. Sometimes it's not good to stay and be in a toxic environment. Hell Just for the the sake of exactly. I'm I'm part of the monarchy, but then you feel like a second class citizen. That's not not good. And I think also that makes... Who knows? Because I think Megan, as a biracial woman, and I'm not a biracial woman, has her own issues that she's grappling with too. But mm-hmm. as a black woman, I would feel very uncomfortable living as a second class citizen. Oh yeah, like that would be like whoa, <laughs> like uh-uh, mm-hmm. that yeah. is not going to fly. And maybe for the first time, that's really what she was feeling, and that mm-hmm. was not part of her experience. Or it's from what her mom said in the docuseries. series. Her mother was darling. Yeah, oh yeah, I yeah. liked her mom a lot. Yeah, I, I do too. Darling, and I think her, her mom's strong. attempt to shield her it almost mm-hmm. didn't prepare her enough mm-hmm. for life. Mm-hmm. How about Harry thought that his mom really wasn't dead? That just breaks my heart. I know. For years. For years. It was like 12 years or something until he actually really looked at the pictures of it. No, he looked at the pictures. Yeah. Well, they wouldn't show him all of them. Wait, what? They only was showed this? him a when couple. He only saw the back of her head mm-hmm. in the car. He said that he really appreciates the people for not allowing him to see mm-hmm. the more uh. detailed pictures because he thinks it was – at the time, he wanted to see them. And he said that now he thinks it was – smart of them to not let him because for he, sure you know wouldn't be able to let that go or whatever but yeah he said he can only see the back of her head now where did you guys read the- i think that was on the 60 minutes thing yeah oh, yeah i didn't watch yeah that. he said that he that was a really good one joe you should see if you can get watch that you can yeah, i'm sure i can youtube it yeah so he said yeah, that good. he really thought that oh, his I mom that. just pretended to die and and he was to get out of the situation and she was going to come get her (gasps) him and his brother how hurtful as a young boy to like lay in bed at night waiting for his mother who to come back was deceased to come get him but also think of of how he i mean for 12 years of his life he thought that and he i think he i mean i think everybody thinks megan is so similar to diana and now it's falling into the same 
thing. So he's mm-hmm. probably thinking in the back of his head, I cannot let this happen to my wife. What happened yeah. to my mother? He did say that in the docu- in the documentary. He, People were he, threatening her. They said they so were going to shoot similarities. her. They were going to kill yeah. her. I mean. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I would want to leave yeah. just for that because you were traumatized from the situation with your mom. You sure as hell wouldn't want it to happen to your wife or the mother of your children. Exactly. I mean, that right there is reason to leave. Right there. I don't care if you're your second yeah. choice to your brother or whatever. I, I don't care about that. It, I would think that he's protecting his family from what happened to his. I just yeah. feel... No, in, I agree. In, that's that's what he said. He had to get out. And I'm glad they did. At the end of it all, I think they're going to be happy. I feel that this is going to be the stepping point to happiness now. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Because Mom Said So. Make sure to listen and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts. You can also ask us a question or suggest topics by sending us an email at becausemomsaidso4 at gmail.com. And follow us on Because Mom Said So 4 on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Until next time, because I'm a mom and because mom said so.